Moo, and welcome to the Pink Tron, everyone. I am Lauren Camp, and I'll say what I'm drinking last, but we will start with Antoinette. What are you drinking this evening? I am drinking a strawberry frosé wine uh, cocktail. It's very sweet. <laughs> frosé. It. Yes, it's a frosé. <laughs> uh, does that mean that it's like blended with ice? Mm. Yep. It was in the deep freeze for like a year, I think. Um, and nice. uh, so I had to actually thaw it a little bit to actually get <laughs> it to come out of the foil package. So <laughs> amazing. Pretty sophisticated up in here. <laughs> And then uh, we are also joined by Sean. What are you drinking tonight? I've got a whole mess of drinks on my desk here. I've got a uh, Negroni, got a Dust Bowl Hazy IPA, and just finished my uh, my post-ride uh, protein shake. Yes, and we will get to why you're drinking that almost immediately. Um, so I am actually, uh, gonna do an hour Alp attempt tomorrow, and I don't particularly think that alcohol is great for me before some big effort like that. So I am drinking a slew of non-alcoholic drinks, uh, one of which includes Soul Brew, the Elevate one, which is lemon, peppermint, rosemary, um, and then I added some, uh, sparkling water just plain sparkling water to it to give it a little bit of uh, carbonation. And then for when I inevitably finish this drink, I have the Bravest Blood Orange IPA, which is a non-alcoholic IPA that actually tastes really good. It scratches that itch for me. It's nice. Where'd you find those? Um, the Soul Brew was at the Nugget, a grocery store that's in our town, but not as close to our house. And the Bravest IPA was just at the co-op the grocery store that's like, I could throw a stone if I were good at throwing. <laughs> the the uh, the pantry, we call it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. So we are going to start with, I think where we always start, herd winter racing, especially because there have already been some events. And uh, how did that go, Sean? Uh, this is... This is a course that's good for me, but man, it's hard. So, Harrogate. Yep, the uh, the course is Harrogate Reverse. Um, so it's the full circuit uh, in reverse. You come out of the pens, uh, take a left through the through the lap banner, uh, go up around the sprint, the kind of sprint loop up at the top, the little duchy loop uh, in the counterclockwise direction. Uh, come down that little hill, immediately turn right into the KOM. Ooh. So the reverse KOM that starts with that steep little uh, punch. And then and then you've got like a couple hundred meters of false flat before it pitches up again and gets real hard because, well, we'll talk about it. Um, come down, uh, there's some rollers. You go up the pot bank wall at you know 20 something percent uh and then there's some more flats and rollers to the finish um luckily there's there's that one little kick on uh what is it like duchy road or i, I forget what the, they call that road um usually it's that that hill that you take up out of the pens like in the first five minutes on this course mm. uh when you're going the other direction, you've got that like few minutes up and then a quick steep descent. This way, the finish has a pretty steep uphill and then a long gradual downhill that you can get a nice long, uh, actually super tuck recovery mm. before getting into the like final sprint uh, out of your group. So, all right, uh, it's definitely. 100% Atron type course. Yeah. It's fast on, on parts, but also punchy. And um, 20%. There's, yep, there's a wall. <laughs> um, yeah. In in our race, uh, the seas started falling off on the uphill to the sprint. Um, so. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, no, that's, it's, 
it's fast, right? Yeah. So the people are pushing hard. That's a that's actually a pretty pretty difficult uh, hill up to the sprint. Okay. Because yeah. it's not just the sprint segment. There's also kind of an uphill um, up to the sprint. Um, so mm-hmm. if you don't have good short power, you can you can fall off there. You get that short recovery, and then it hits the uh, the reverse KOM, and Brutal. that was where things really start splitting up. I think mm-hmm. that some of the bees were making it over with the front group, uh, but mid bees and down were pretty much off the front group at that point. Um, wow. I was in I was in that group with the uh, as a I'd say pretty strong C at this point. I was in that group with some of the mid bees um, because you know, punch and recover works for me. Um, the wall was brutal after having been fully pegged before then, um, but did not lose the group and ended up finishing, I think, third out of that group in the sprint. Um, again, so this is the, what, second time in three weeks that I've just lost in the final sprint to Eric Sedgwick. Huh. Um I'm, I'm going to get him at some point. I wonder if he's showing up in your Zwift Power Nemesis list. Uh, no, he would be showing up in mine. <laughs> I'd be showing up in his Zwift Power uh, <laughs> victims list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, okay. So it's, and this is lengthwise. It's like, like It's 20... about 14K. Okay. It's 15. about it. So the fastest... Like that fast group will be finishing it in the like 19 to 20 minute range. Yep. Um, I was in the 21 somethings. 2137. I'm looking at the thing now. So the C, like solid C's are going to be in that 23-ish minute range. I was, this is one where uh, it pays to lean on like maybe to go over your limit early because there's some downhills there's some recoveries Mm -hmm. and if you get into a group uh that you wouldn't be able to otherwise and can actually hold that group on the descents you're making up big time um you know i so uh i just made a group ahead of carrie lash uh, we averaged the same watts per kilo, uh, and I finished a minute 20 ahead of him. Yeah, wow. Um, and that okay, split, wow. I think that split happened on the the KOM, right? And because those splits happen so early, if you can make a group and stick in that group and make the group do most of the work anytime it's flat or downhill, uh, mm-hmm you can, you can make up a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to want to try it. Although the only time I would try it with the plans I already have this week would be after the hour out attempt tomorrow. So we'll see. I mean, it's a, it's a really good course for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could do those, those punches and well, we'll see, we'll see how I'm feeling, but that's (laughs) interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a good HWR course. It's a it's a rough one. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> everyone uh you know the the top riders are are averaging four plus for 20 minutes and punching hard. So that average has a lot of zeros in it. Um so yeah, very difficult. I'm I'm proud of myself because I think I win the uh the Chris Greenland award for uh best <laughs> best result with a 3.2 watts per kilo average there we go <laughs> uh yeah all right and then uh we have heard beginner racing and this week that is on farmland loop it is which is I... go ahead it's a it's a shorter one is mm-hmm. it only one lap i guess is what yes I okay so it's about 8K. Yep. Um, and it 
it's pretty flat. Okay, it, it does say two laps on the okay on the list here. I could be it wrong, Antoinette. 15, it's yeah. 15.7. 15 15 is that two laps? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is two laps. Okay, exactly. Okay, yeah. 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 Loop, yeah. No lead in. Okay. Two laps of that. That that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're trying to keep them short, but not that short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this is gonna have some of those little like pitches up that that you Maisie has. Oh, and I guess it goes so around the castle a little it bit. Goes, yeah, it goes up. Um yeah. so you go up past the castle, but you don't go uh the direction okay. with the steep pitch up the um up the cobbles, you mm -hmm. kind of take Got the right-hand path um, going up, and yeah. Or wait, no. Oh. So sorry. Um, you <laughs> you go up the, yeah, you go up the normal castle, like you're going up the castle KOM, but you don't turn left uh, to go up that cobbled pitch. Okay. Yeah. Um, Got it. So you do about half of the elevation of the castle KOM, mm -hmm. um, but it's the flatter parts. And then you go back, you you keep going down down to the right back toward the um, bypass over to Neokio rather than going up the castle. Yeah. Um, it definitely, I'm looking at the Zwift Insider and it says arrow for mm -hmm. this. Absolutely, so, because you're not going up anything uh, too steep, and most of it is going to be flat. So, best arrow for sure frame you've got and wheels. Uh, have the Antoinette have the yeah. have the turnouts continued to be good for HBR? They're still really quite good. Um, usually about twenty-five to thirty um, in each race, um, which is really really That's good. Nice. I mean, it's it's you know about half of what it was at the very beginning of the year, which was just phenomenal turnout <laughs> like i i would have never expected to see 60 people in a beginner race for just yeah. one of like six, five or six uh, times you know so yeah no it's been it's been really great it's a nice crowd and i'm even i think i did the last one last weekend like the last so like one o'clock my time or something like that on sunday and still had 20 to 30 people so it's it's nice to have uh, a lot of people to draft off of <laughs> so that's the only way i get anywhere <laughs> how have the how have those races been playing out um pretty good um you know you've it's nice to see you know the brand new people who are in there and then you know there's plenty of you know the d's who've been around for a while who just want to race and um it's good to see them you know be able to show people what's what and um you know, to, and just, you know, kind of keep it to a short, uh, a short uh, race, you know, so that's not uh, even the, the last person in isn't coming in at like an hour or something, you know, it's hopefully under, you know, around half an hour or less. So, um, cause it's, if you're a true beginner, that's a long race. So, yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been, nice. it's been really good. Yeah. And uh, so it's fun and, you know, got a lot of people with a lot of knowledge in there who can, you know, um, pipe up and say, hey, you don't use a feather on the downhill and that kind of thing. <laughs> so, um, awesome. no, it's fun. And friendly competition, of course, is always fun. Good. It kind of has the, like, the feeling of a race. People are competitive, but also a bit of a feeling of a supportive group ride where there right. are folks, like, actually being like, hey, maybe not yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Versus tiny, yeah. tiny races where it's just, like, you kind of make fun of the people who are doing the silly, right. the silliest <laughs> things. Um, right, right. Although I'd say that those aren't all mean, but yeah, right. good. Yeah, it's meant to be fun, but yeah, yeah, it can sound mean if you aren't uh, used to it. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's herd beginner races. They are, I'm noticing from the spreadsheet, unlinked from uh, HWR. So we'll go back to the HWR route at the end for next week. Um, so the next one is Climber's Gambit, which should be happening this weekend because unfortunately, uh, last weekend, people were getting sent the wrong way. Mm. Um, and so it just, it just was, uh, canceled that, that weekend will not count as part of this run of Climber's Gambit. So, uh, the one for this week will be on the hilly route in Watopia and it will be the hilly KOM forward. So that's the short, very short 0.9 kilometers steep one. 
got kind of the steep start, a little bit of a flat, and then a steep start again, and you just have to like kind of crush it. Yep. Yeah, so I'm having a hard time. So I think that this is either Tron or mm. uh or climbing bike. Okay. It's still only, I mean, it's still only 1K at 5%. So maybe in the A's, maybe B's, maybe even fast C's, it might make sense to be on something heavier and more arrow, but I still wouldn't go, I'm not sure I'd go full TT. Uh, there are some pretty okay. steep, steep pitches here. Yeah. Um, But this is going to be, you know, for the A's, this is just a long sprint. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be shooting to try and get under two minutes. Um, but that's, you know, two minutes at five and a half or so. Um, I, I don't know about you guys. I really, I really like this climb. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think too. this is one of the ones that, that I use, uh, I just do repeats of this for workouts sometimes. Huh. I'll just do like, you know, five or six repeats of it and go up, come back down, ride back near the downtown and then like ride up, do it again. Uh, good VO2 max workout. Um, mm -hmm. I've ridden this climb a lot of times at this point. <laughs> Got yeah, that's it. a good one. I like, I like that kind of climb. Just the real, you know, short, punchy thing and you know all you need is you know in D's case you know maybe four or five minutes tops you know it's it's a good one I am going to look up just what the what the average speed of of my fastest attempt mm -hmm. attempt is because <laughs> you sure you want to do that well so <laughs> I'm looking at if it's you know 900 meters to do that in two minutes, you're still doing 27K an hour, which at that point, like maybe leaning towards something a little more arrow isn't the dumbest thing. Like I might, I, I think I'm probably going Tron. Yeah. Because it's a good mix of climbing, but also fast. Right. Um, if you don't have the Tron, does that kind of open it that opens it up more right like that's makes it a little tougher because then it's not just an all-rounder maybe you would want to to change it up yeah I mean I would probably still go with I would I would go to the Zwift Insider uh like fastest bike and wheel combinations graph and look at I think that there's like the felt with I forget which of the felts, but like the fast all-arounder felt with one of the all-arounder sets of wheels gets you pretty close to a Tron. Okay. Um, and there are some other, like, I think even at lower levels, it's, I think it's this uh, Canyon Arrowed gives you a similar kind of feel. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is, I mean, it's short enough that those, those differences probably aren't going to make you know, make or break your race. Yeah. Yeah. The, the few seconds that you put on the other people is going to be a bigger, a bigger change than the, you know, half a second that your bike makes. Right. Yeah. And when it's, whenever it's like potentially kind of confusing like this or like multiple choices would be good. I pretty much just always go Tron because then I risk less changing it and being on the wrong bike the next time I start something else where I've had to quit multiple pace partner rides, which luckily those don't matter because I'm on a TT bike and I'm like, that defeats the purpose of what I'm doing. But, okay. Uh, it's worse when you accidentally uh, yeah. <laughs> get into the pens in H like HWR uh, or HSRL or something on a TT bike because it was the ideal for a climber's gambit race. And then you- yep don't realize when you're in the <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to start that race maybe three times before you actually finish it yeah <laughs> yeah so the risks of changing your bikes um okay so moving on we'll go into our next uh climbing race which is 
herd of mountain goats that will be on four horsemen with, I'm assuming with this, oh wait, Sean's giving me a it is. radio tower summit. Yeah, so you're not doing the full ho- four horsemen. Oh, thank four, Yeah, four horsemen <laughs> is like 90K, uh, 56 yeah. miles. I can uh, see that now. <laughs> over 2,000 meters of climbing. The uh, the finish here is at the top of the radio tower, which is at about 35, yeah. 36K. Okay. Um, still a lot of climbing, but you don't yeah. do the Alp. So it's probably on the order of 1,100 meters of climbing somewhere in there, um, which is, you know, it's a big day, yeah. but it's not a big not day. Not horsemen big. It's not a big day. Plus then you do the out. Uh, so yeah, but, but if you don't have that badge yet, you could just continue on if you're all ready to do the out. Um, yeah. I think maybe, maybe I would try this. I definitely don't have that badge, but not with the Fondo going on this. Week. I don't think that people, I, I don't know that that's going to, that's a great idea. <laughs> if not. you're, if you're racing, you're racing. this. Yeah, because yeah, then you have point. to then you have to descend and mm, 10k later, like 10k of descending later, you have the you out to the out. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. You would you would have to really either not be racing it. Take a long break or yeah, any any number of things, not one we would go right into. Um Okay, so this ends on the radio tower after the epic climb. So I guess, what would you do for bike choice? Because the beginning of it is, I mean, you've got bumps. You've got the volcano KOM actually before. That's going to feel like people up. But. I feel like in this, um, in this series, it's always pretty safe to just say, like, go, go climbing bike. Um, okay. This one... I could see something like a Tron being faster. Um, if you're likely to feel like you might be, you might, you know, you might have a breakaway or something and you want to keep groups behind you before the Epic KOM. Right. Cause you don't get to the Epic until 25 K in. Yeah. Um, but it does. If you're, if you are someone who likes riding with a group and then, you know, it's a summit finish and that summit finish is on one of the steepest segments of road in the game. Yeah. Uh, if you're hitting that, that segment with a group, you want to be on a climbing bike. Yeah. So maybe look at the field size and who you're racing against and kind of decide based on that. And yeah, that's, well, that's a tough one. Wow. I, these are always, I never prioritize this, but this would be an interesting one to do. It's challenging. So good yeah, luck to anyone who tries it. Uh, I mean, maybe another thing to talk about during the uh, Around the Horn is what other series might you be interested in focusing on now that you haven't been doing ZRL? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And for people who don't do ZRL, I know we have herders who focus on herd races or focus on other things. So. Yep. And they are still herd racers. You don't have to be in ZRL to be a herd racer. Um, okay. So moving on from mountain goats, we have the stampede, which is on legends and lava. And it's only 5k. So this ah, is going okay. to be a huh. brutal, brutal <laughs> route. I'm going to just say it a few times. This is going to hurt because it's yeah. 5k, but it also ends at the top of the Titans Grove reverse climb. So it's the yeah. it's the first 5k of Legends and Lava, mm. which you leave from the desert pens, uh, go through the rollers um in Titans Grove, and then do that like short two-ish minute climb uh up Titans Grove reverse. Uh, I'm, if I'm not racing, uh, ZRL, the ZRL TTT on Tuesday, I might do this one because this is the fun kind of brutal. Yeah. You, you really have to 
to pace that because you have to save some so that you aren't just like basically biking so slowly that you're not even getting up that KOM at the end. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, brutal. And those rollers, I, yeah, I just, and this would be a, you know, ITT, but I have so many bad memories of just getting shunted off the back of groups on those rollers <laughs> that even going into yep. it, I have probably, I'd have to get over like a mental block of like, oh, you suck here. <laughs> this is, uh, this is one of the, I feel like probably one of the most technical uh, ITTs that you might be able to do on yeah. Swift because it's rollers the whole way, quick descent, and then a two minute ish climb um yeah it'll be fun it's almost like a like a 5k climbers gambit that starts right out of the gate the whole thing's like oh yeah yep. rough rough um what would you ride on this i guess TT. you're doing a tt bike and does it matter which one or which wheels or is it just um i mean I'd probably still be on the fastest setup I could get. Okay. Yeah, it's, oh man, that's going to be interesting. Well, yeah, maybe I'll race it too. Sounds like, it, yeah, fun kind of brutal. The fun kind of brutal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Speaking of the fun kind of brutal. Yeah, bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> Which looks to be. Sprinters it's bullseye playground? on sprinters play two laps of sprinters playground with nine sprints oh, rough so each lap has four uh the tower sprint reverse castle park sprint reverse alley sprint and railway sprint so this is the one that has that little climb up to the railway and then the sprint shortly after um we did this sprinters playground course in zrl in november late november um, so if you race that, you'll, you'll remember this course. Cause that was also a pretty <laughs> brutal race. Um, yeah, just, and those first three sprints are within the first 5k. So it's not like you're, they're, they're not evenly spaced throughout the, the course. You get three in the first 5k. Uh, the mm. next one comes at about 8k. And then you get mm, almost 5k off before another that that next trio. Um, yeah. Hope your uh, group is going relatively slow in between so that you can sort of recover. And the fun thing is, depending on group sizes, this is one where it may it may make sense not for people not to be going easy in between. Yeah. Uh, you know, the banner attack type things that you that you sometimes talk about maybe working in, in ZRL, mm. uh, they often don't because the packs are too big and the packs go too fast and you just can't hold it. If you've got a group of five or six in Bullseye that are that are racing like with you and you're more of a TT type getting a gap at one of those after people have sprinted and then just mm. trying to stay away is mm. because those people behind are then fighting for like, maybe I don't want to chase because I don't want to burn my sprint. Yeah. And bring these people with me. And yeah. Ah, interesting. Huh? This will be an interesting one for the, the kind of less sprinty sprinters in this yeah. sprinty race. <laughs> One of the one of the sprintiest. Um, though some of those sprints are long. Yeah. I hesitate but to call them sprints. They're all sprints because remember, uh, bullseye is FAL only. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and the choice is likely very obvious here, but your fastest, fastest, fastest yep, absolutely fastest, fastest non fastest non TT bike you've got. Unless you really don't want to bring anyone with you, I guess. Or, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So for next weekend, if you don't, uh, if you race before we record the podcast for HWR, we'll have 
Innsbruck ring. And I'm not Two seeing laps. how many laps. Two laps. Woo. All right. So about 18K. <sighs> yeah. Uh, having just done Innsbruck ring a bunch of times for ZRL, mm -hmm. uh, this is going this is going to be a, another of those fun, brutal yeah. <laughs> uh, HWR races. That leg snapper gets... The, that that uh, trio of the legs, or I guess the leg snapper, descent, toe snapper, and then regrouping at the bottom um, is going to be pretty pretty wild, I think, in that first lap of HWR. Yeah. Oof. That'll be interesting. It'll be Again, prop like tough. this one, tr Tron or Arrow. Um, depending yeah. on where your strengths lie, probably. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess I would probably do arrow for this. Yeah, because whatever group I was in, I would expect to be able to stay with them up the climb, but need the help on the flats. Yeah. And for those listening who don't know me, I'm a small person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Another good, uh, good HWR. And then I'm, I think that I have the right course for HBR next week, but on our <laughs> list, it just <laughs> says deuces, which <laughs> I think that means deuce France. Um, I'm not sure on that one. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking that maybe I thought that had gotten taken out, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I want to say it maybe is a Scotland course, but I'm not sure. Oh, because there was a there was talk about like doing one lap about of that Highland whatever. Interesting. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so It'll be uh, <laughs> stay stay tuned, stay tuned to this space, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, because yeah, at this point, Scotland is listed later in the season, but mm. um, yeah, it's okay. it's still unclear what. <laughs> yeah at this at this point this uh this would be one of the longer uh hbr courses if it stays as deuce france it's 24 mm. 24k but mm -hmm. that 24k is pretty flat i think the biggest bump is the aqueduct uh yeah well and of course we've we've um, done some um shorter um custom distances as well um trying to keep it like i said to around half an hour for for most people to, you know, sometimes even under 20 minutes, but hopefully in the kind of 20 to 30 minute range for, for most people. Got it. All right. So yeah, stay, stay tuned for course. Yeah. For <laughs> and we did, and we did add in, um, uh, oh, TikTok, um, as a kind of a monthly benchmark, um, race to, um, have that as the last race of every month. Um, nice. so people oh. can, can uh, you know, see how their, you know, progress is or whatever, yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. That's great. So that'll be in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we just, uh, I think it was just this mm -hmm. last weekend. Was this? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe right. the weekend before. I don't it was last weekend. <laughs> it's yeah. all a blur. <laughs> so Fair. yeah, that was to kick it off. <laughs> cool. Uh, did you do the, the Innsbruck ring race uh, a couple weeks ago? Oh, in HBR? Yeah. I'm trying to think, did I? I think I did. Yes. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> but yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of one of those uh, courses, too, where we're kind of trying to get, you know, because it is a fairly common, uh, you know, race course. Um, you know, it's good to be familiar with that and go, OK, this is how you handle this one. Um, but also, right. you know, it, it pulls in some good some good skills, um, you know, keeping up on the flats and then trying to charge up, you know, and keep with people on the, on the hill and then make sure you're with people on the way down. Um, yeah. so you don't get dropped. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of good learning, um, learning moment, teaching moments <laughs> throughout Just, the course. That is, that is such a good one because you have to, you're going so hard up the climb and often you mm -hmm. get to the top of the climb. You're like, okay, cool. I can rest a bit now. You can't. Right. You right. absolutely can't there. Yeah. Uh, I, what I like, uh, on this schedule is so a couple weeks ago was two rap two laps of Innsbruck ring later in the series one lap of Innsbruck ring yeah <laughs> uh, so and that's that's a totally different race it's yes. the same course but it's a totally different race 
Oof. Yeah, it's it's hardcore. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Um, I guess we're getting into around the horn. I actually, uh, as part of this, just wanted to ask Antoinette about the, I forget what we're calling them, but the um, skills rides. Oh yes, the um, Racing 101. Um, so yeah, I'm actually, that's on my to-do list this weekend is to organize some more of those because um, it seemed to go really well. Um, we had the one um, a few weeks ago in the US. I'm definitely gonna try to get some uh, lined up. We've got lots of great volunteers for um, Australia and um, Europe time zones. So get those lined up um, so we can get those um, set up and get people some skills to do that. Well, but, yeah. Good. Give us the, the lowdown on what they were, how it went. Yeah. So um, basically it was just a really, really um, low key ride um, on a flat course. Uh, we did um, Richmond uh, fan flats, um, just basically went around and around um, and kind of chit chatted um, about, uh, you know, the very, very basic skills of racing, um, you know, just even, you know, everything from it, you know, start out really hard, um, you know, don't lose the draft, never ride alone unless you absolutely have to know the course. Here's the different types of races, that kind of thing. Um, just very, very basic, you know, sign up for Zwift power. Um, and then, you know, kind of had some, um, sprint practices in between, you know, each time we would go around and kind of pause the conversation and, uh, and sprint, um, you know, to say, okay, you know, you have need to have your power up before you hit the, you know, don't start sprinting at the green line, <laughs> you know, you need to ramp it up well before that and, um, and use the draft and, you know, talked about power ups and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really neat. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, yeah, no, but it, it was good. And it was funny because some of our uh, veteran racers who kind of attended just to, you know, kind of <laughs> help with the draft and, you know, kind of absorb, um, actually learn some things um, themselves. Like, wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> so that, nice. was, that was pretty cool, too. Uh, any thoughts on what the next one is going to look like? Is it just going to be similar, similar um, courses? Yeah, probably similar. Um, yeah, I've talked about uh, Australia. Um, I think Ben had mentioned something like uh, maybe Neon Flats or something, you know, some similar courses oh, yeah. where it's just, you know, smaller routes where you're just going around and around where, you know, don't have to worry about like staying in a pack or, you know, or even paying attention to the course. It's like you can, you know, pay attention to the chatter more than anything. So right. Um, yeah, you know, and, uh, and I hesitate to call them easy rides because, you know, 1.3 maybe isn't easy for some people. So, um, but you know, just that's, we try to keep it around that, you know, that level and it's hard to type when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you're pedaling harder too. So, right. But yeah, yeah they're, good, they're good. consistent pace. Yes. <laughs> a good, a good racing skills ride. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, to just reiterate, you know, drafting is by far like that is the single most important skill in in racing is drafting you know <laughs> and uh and then you know and to say you know while maybe you don't think you're a sprinter sprinting is a good skill to have for a variety of reasons whether you need to catch up to a group or you know um or you know finish strong or whatever you know it's it's just a good thing to be able to know that you can like really kick it in for 30 seconds a minute or less you know so yeah. uh Here's here's my uh, my little plug for yeah drafting really matters mm -hmm. uh, in the HWR today. Uh, I did three point two watts a kilo, two hundred and seventy five watts. Uh, finished a second ahead of someone who did four point two watts a kilo, mm -hmm. two hundred and seventy five watts. Wow, <laughs> uh, amazing! I was anytime it was flat or downhill. I was at the back of that group. Yep. Yep. Get in there, tuck in and let other people do the work. <laughs> I always say to our ZRL team, I'm like I'm on team, never, um, never pull. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, we, when there have been a few of us, uh, who are notorious for this. So Craig Bowser, uh, Chris can be uh, guilty of it. I definitely am. Or I've done it. Mario line. Uh, the herd has gotten uh, the the reputation as the herd of wheel suckers, <laughs> yes. but that's just smart. Yeah. yeah, like, well, you know what? If you don't want me sucking your wheel, go faster. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> you because you could actually drop me. Yes, yeah, and you know, and I've and I've had you know I've had teammates also who were like, oh, someone you know, like someone from another team, they they were on my wheel and they wouldn't leave them. It's like. 
I mean, oh, well, you know, you're benefiting from the draft too. You know, even if you're pulling, you are benefiting, you're going a little bit faster because they're with you. But, you know, I mean, you know, let them, (laughs) you know, I mean, who cares? You know, race your own race and, you know, it's not a TTT. So um, they don't have any obligation to do that. I mean, nobody, you know, unless you worked it out or if you're in a very friendly race, (laughs) because I mean, and I've been in beginner races where I'm just like, I feel generous and I'm like, Hey, grab my wheel. You know, (laughs) I mean, I don't mind, you know, but uh, I mean, I I would never expect somebody to like take their turn or whatever. I'm like, no, it's a race, man. (laughs) You know, it's every man for himself. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Lauren, have you, have you been thinking about what other, um, you know, so one ZRL is winding down in two weeks. Uh, so everyone's, everyone who's been racing that is going to be, have their Tuesdays open (laughs) and, and now potentially looking for races. Um, and you have, have, uh, transitioned away from looking at ZRL as your main focus of a week. What, what series are you looking at here? Um, well, one that I will mention, but we don't have any information about it yet, just that it will be in March is the Iceni series for women. And so I think that's usually that's a, and I'm going to probably flub some of this, but they're going to put out information about it soon. And there's usually an ITT and then like a shorter race and a points race and a longer race. So it'll probably be something along those lines. My and it's memory is one a week, right. one a week. Yep. Uh, multiple time zones, I think as well, maybe at least three or four, but um, you're supposed to race all within a time zone across the series. That's how it has been in the past. Yeah. yeah. Is that, that you need to race um, all at the same time zone to, to place in that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of, I'm excited for that. Um, I honestly hadn't really been thinking about particular series. I've sort of, um, I'm, I'm doing some efforts, some long stuff, and I think I'll probably just kind of like play around with it. Um, there is, for those who will be participating in it, of course, the finale of ZRL. And because I was on a team, an A team, in an earlier round, I could potentially be part of that, I think, mm. based on mm-hmm. what I understand the rules to be. So there's there's a possibility that they can use me for that. Um, and that would actually be with CrushPod, because yep. I was not on a herd women's A team, because there is not one. But you've got um, six months to organize it. Uh, and yeah. six months and six months for all of the A's to drop back to B. Uh, <laughs> that's that's. I'm basically I'm prepared for that to happen again and will mm. keep my options open. The the crush bot crush pod um Z Sun combined team and then me from the herd, that is getting bigger. And so that has more of a potential and can bring as many folks there as possible um from the herd if they want to. Uh yeah, so so I don't know. I I, you know, it doesn't just, and it won't just for folks open up their Tuesdays, it can open up your weekly schedule to choosing races that exactly. are on different days. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of reformat your training a little bit if you have a kind of a regimen during the week, which I usually do, um, where I could do a Monday race or a Wednesday race. So yeah, it would maybe be, and it might be actually for me, looking at some of those, the herd races, which I think can be really good for training certain things and are get neglected a bit potentially because ZRL becomes a focus. So working on more individual racing. I definitely feel like, uh, so one herd of mountain goats would fit you well. Uh, but even outside of that, the, the kinds of things that you enjoy doing or that you may have a deficiency in so deficiency stampede doing long sustained efforts um and having that like you've done that in ttt's but not really as a like what's the best i can do over this time period it's like the longer version of doing climbers gambit and you've loved climbers gambit yeah uh but also bullseye i feel like bullseye is something that you've 
been thinking about you you raced the one I, one so or I two two I did one that was part of the herd club championships because I had to do it to be part of that and then I did another I don't remember when it was last month or two time blurs but uh that one I came second on points but actually or came second but I was tied on points with the nice. guy in first so that yeah that was actually that was pretty fun I can only do that at the Pacific uh, time zone. So I'm time locked for that race, but there were enough people to make it fun that Wednesday that I did it. So, so yeah, bullseye, bullseye, I like. What about you, Antoinette? Any of the, the series uh, calling your name after ZRL ends? I'm not really a big series person. Um, I don't like commitment, <laughs> but um, you know, it's, um, you know, I, Definitely. I enjoy kind of the time off. Um, I miss my team, but, you know, I like to have like more time for social rides um, or sometimes you have to watch that. So they're not all social rides and then you start losing power, but it's a nice time to kind of focus on um, structured workouts and that sort of thing. Um, like, you know, I've used the time in between to um, I actually did climbers gamut. Oh gosh, I think it may have been two summers ago now, like summer of 2021. Um, and that really helped my climbing um, to just be like, okay, you know what, guess what, we're going to work on climbing this year, you know, um, and that that was really helpful. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, but I'm, I'm actually um, doing rag bri, um in Iowa uh, in oh, nice. July. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. So I need to start my heat training, unfortunately. <laughs> Just, so, um, just yeah. doing swifting without your fans. Yeah. That's actually not the worst idea. <laughs> so yeah, gotta, gotta get myself outside and, uh, and, uh, get used to the weather as it warms up. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited planning to do the whole week of it, but, uh, awesome. yeah. So what I hear is, uh, you know, I mean, like any big organized ride, there's a, a wide variety of abilities and <laughs> so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you've got access to a hot tub, but uh, finishing a ride and then immediately getting into a hot tub for like half an hour mm. to an hour is really great uh, heat acclimation training. Okay, good to know. Because yeah. you just mm. keep your you keep your body temperature raised without right. having to keep working. Yes, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I might try that. In the, we have a, a jet tub thingy, so well, I might try that. <laughs> I spend half the half a Saturday in the tub anyway. So <laughs> after a race. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be amazing. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, we we had a, a friend who did Ragbri last summer, I think. Yeah. Um looks looks like fun. Uh, it'll be fun. It's it's how, do you know how many miles it is? Um, I think it's 500. This is the 50th anniversary for it. So oh, it's wow. going to be major. <laughs> um, wow. there's going to be a lot of people. Um, I mean, there, I have no idea how realistic this is, but, um, on the day that's between like Ames and, uh, Des Moines, um, there, uh, there have been predictions of a hundred thousand riders. You know, I don't know if that's people going, like hearing a number one day and going, Oh, that's what they're expecting. Or if they're like, it's up to a hundred thousand, which I mean, five is up to a hundred thousand. So, you know, it could be any number of people, but I think those will probably be the, the heaviest rider days. Um, are you, so. pl are you planning on doing the full, full six yeah. days? Nice. Yeah. I, I think if I were to skip any of the days, it would probably be the, you know, Ames to Iowa day. Um, or, I mean, Ames to Des Moines. So, um, yeah day so and i have family in that area so um, it would uh maybe time to visit them <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah it'll it'll be interesting the hills will be interesting since i live in a flat area so um definitely going to use some <laughs> swifting for that and then like i said heat training because last summer doing triathlons without having been tra heat trained was not pretty so <laughs> july in texas is not great <laughs> yeah wow well, that'll be fun. Looking yes. forward to hearing about that uh, yeah. this summer. It'll be very interesting. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled. So uh, I, I'm so excited. <laughs> I wish that we could fast forward by six months or yeah. I guess not six months, but four months or so. In which you have done all of the training already and you're yes. totally ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Sean? Any series or types of rides or riding you're looking forward to? So I, I am probably going to get back to structure. My structure recently has been do ZRL, do um, 
you know, Climber's Gambit and HWR over the weekend, and then do a lot of zone two in between. Um, I'm going to probably get back to doing my actual workouts, but uh, as part of that, I would like to... So it definitely won't be uh, Herd of Mountain Goats. That is not me. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm probably going to pick and choose depending on the week and try and get one of those other rides, either Stampede um, or Bullseye, in uh, around like a, a sweet spot workout on the Tuesday or a sweet spot or threshold something. Yeah. Nice. Did you do any of the, um, those pro workouts? Uh, what was that in December? I think it was, they were really good. I liked them. No, like, I, is- uh, I usually, uh, so I base my training around like a trainer road um mm. setup uh but then i use the trainer road workouts but i usually kind of choose what my progression looks like um a bit more than what they're suggesting <laughs> yeah yeah, I liked I liked those pro workouts partly because you got a hat for each team that you finished. <laughs> so you got like five new hats, and one of them is the cute little yellow one that hardly anybody has. But was that the Jumbo Visma? I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, it was cool because everybody's always like, "Where'd you get that hat?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, I read, I, my, I read my emails. That's where I got it. <laughs> uh, I just in the last few weeks have been. I, I think it was two weeks ago in HWR. Um. Chris and uh, Brent and I think Matt uh, all were giving me a little bit of stick for uh, wearing a visor um, <laughs> after having worn a uh, a pink Giro d'Italia cap for the last like three years. I finally <laughs> I finally switched because uh Bowser and I have been like have looked the same for the last several years and we're on the same team so it was like I'll switch it and they were both just all like you don't wear a visor on a bike you you just look wrong that's you're wasting watts you'd have won that you'd have won that sprint if you weren't wearing a visor <laughs> hey man you know we're animated right <laughs> I uh I have on a visor and have for a while. Is it backwards? I've worn, uh, no. Can you do okay. that? Okay. No. Oh, they it's... they really need to get a, a backwards visor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <God>. Hello. Swift. <laughs> I mean, I would wear it, but but yeah, I it's the McCurry Tour of McCurry uh, visor, and I That's have those the one that socks, I've... I think. And then I just wear it even though it clashes with the red and black because I just don't care. I think it's yeah, hilarious. <laughs> But that's the I, visor I've been wearing. Yeah. See, I love the I love the sweatband myself because I do I, like yeah. the little short, um, you know, kind of the braids with the and it just looks so amazing with a sweatband and I can always yeah. tell where I am. <laughs> yep. I, I like I like the the sweatband. The only good one I have though, I think the only one I have is the map one. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a weird color. I like want more yeah, I want more headbands. I want mm-hmm. more sweatbands, and I'll say it. More visors would be fine too. Yeah, I think so, visor are great. They're fine. Actually, uh, that is the one thing that I don't like about the visor is it makes me harder to find relative to my bright pink head. <laughs> uh, and the that pink, it was a Giro d'Italia uh, thing from like 2019 uh, when when uh, the Bologna course first opened. Uh, you had to do like on the day that the that course opened you wrote a thing and you got the hat um and so not a lot of people have that cap uh that was always an easy one to just be able to like pick yourself out and i'm probably going to switch back as soon as bowser and i are no longer on the same team (laughs) fair yeah Uh, i always like the backwards caps but they're not they're not created equal you know like the they had the really cool map one and that's still like the the goat you know it's like that's the coolest one but the the 
the newest or the tour of McCurry one or not to uh, tour just whiffs sorry <laughs> the tour just whiffs pretty good but like the um the little caps that had like a tiny brim in the back it was like you could barely even they kind of looked like a beanie it was like no these aren't the same <laughs> this isn't right you need oh, to have like a, a trucker hat <laughs> that's on I feel like some things that are missing sombrero uh <laughs> beanie <sighs> I think yes. I think a good beanie Color. would actually be pretty nice, like sure. full beanie, and then you wear that, like, you know, in London because it's cold. Uh, <laughs> up the epic. Yeah. There you go. Um, I guess the last thing is you guys have both ridden the Scotland, like that last stage of is it Tour de Swift? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Um, it is. What'd you think? I'm riding it tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. It was foggy. Yeah. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. <laughs> um, a lot of the, oh, right. I was talking about this with uh, with Carrie, um, one of my other Zwift friends earlier today. Uh, we both like that the, it's elevated. The, mm -hmm. the road is elevated a bit. So you get to kind of like look down on stuff. Feels like you can see more things. Mm -hmm. um, and that's even without like a ton of climbing, there's there's some climbing in there, but like you're kind of you're kind of up above stuff. And yeah, it's it's neat. I kind of I kind of find myself looking around. So what I did, and I think Antoinette, you did a similar thing. We both hung out in the pen for mm -hmm. a while. And so I actually, even though it was a Tour de Zwift ride, I wasn't near anyone really. Mm -hmm. So I was actually able to see more of the the landscape. Um, and I didn't, I didn't entirely do that on purpose. It was just kind of a happy accident because right. I knew that they, because they start on the hour and I was like, oh, I really want to get into this one, but I'm not ready at this hour to ride it. So I'm like, oh, but my avatar will just hang out. All right, cool. And then then I ended up being able to see it without being just completely overwhelmed by Zif, Zwift trying to handle you know, hundreds of people, right? Because of course these are going to be packed. I'd say even for people who haven't been keeping up with Tour de Zwift, there's probably a lot of people jumping in on these. This is the back. only one that I'm going to be riding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I think it'll be, it'll be really interesting to race. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and that is, yeah. Anybody, any team need a, uh, a, a woman or a <laughs> will race mixed B uh, person for your Scotland week. Let me know. I'll race it. I'm open for recruitment. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure you can find, find some people who need strong punchy rider in Scotland. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to explore more. Um, I didn't have time because I did this ride in the morning and I had to get to some lectures. Um, and I, so I couldn't like, you know, leave and and continue riding after the event to go and explore the crit course, which I really wanted to do. Um, but I know that other folks have have been exploring that. And uh, Mario Line specifically said that it seems like it's going to be a fun crit course so i'm really excited to like ride again in there and and just explore so uh uh what's his name the the i'm blanking on the the name of the uh australian zwift youtuber um but he did a full ride through mm -hmm. um I know that the guy's actual name is Shane Miller, but I can't remember what his like oh, YouTube GP Llama. GP Llama. There oh. you go. Uh, so GP Llama has a thing on his YouTube of a full uh, ride through of the Scotland world. Mm. Um, and I think that the two areas that like as racing routes get me most excited are the, that hill repeat course where you go up, the like steep side, come back down. There's like a little roundabout and you just go back up, come back down. And you just, it, it, that's great. And then that crit course is going to be so fun. Mm. Um, that is going to be, I think, a new bullseye staple. Um, it's, there's, it. think of, uh, Crit City, 
but with a steeper, longer hill. So like a 7% 30 second hill up into a banner rather than, uh, yeah. I like Um, the sound of that. And then like the visuals seem pretty great. There's like, uh, you were talking about the fog uh, the area, which seems, I, I, I assume you're talking about the like foggy foresty area. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Well, and there was even just like a real light layer of fog, like over the road. It's, it's mind blowing mm. to me, the, the detail that goes into these things. Like, I have no idea how you do any of that, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a programmer. So, but it's, it's really cool to, to be like, wow, somebody thought this up and you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's mind blowing. So. Good job. Were there yeah. were there any of the um any of the landscapes or or landmarks that that you found most like that that you were just like this is great. Um I liked and I'm going to have to like look at all of it again cuz mm-hmm. you know especially since I did it in the morning I'm still drinking my coffee so I'm still kind of like Lauren Lauren you kind of you mentioned the like raised there I I know there's like one section in particular where you're like raised above like maybe the lock and then you've got the like ocean on the other side yep that that was actually coming to my head the other thing is as I was getting up to it people were chatting and this was after the event had ended so it's just people riding around in Scotland and there was a um uh is that is that the dark portal and it's like no it's just like the the entrance to glasgow and it's this it was this interesting um structure that had all these little blue twiggly lights floating around and so little fairies well i know it really (laughs) yeah i'm listening to a podcast where there are blue fairies so anyway i was like oh they're just little little sprites just yeah so and it's, it's sort of i one of the things i like about Zwift is, is is the fact that everything isn't super realistic. I actually like riding around in, you know, Watopia and seeing a rubber duck and like, you know, I, I like that stuff. I think it's fun. And so when there's things that are even the if dinosaurs. It's a real world, yes, mm-hmm. the dinosaurs. Yeah. The blimp that they can change to, you know, holiday blimp. Like it, I think that stuff is fun. Yep. So when there's things even in a world that's based off of something real that are just like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. I, I mean I enjoy that. It's it it is based off of the real uh the real train arches, but like the Harry Potter train riding through there and yeah. Uh even in the downtown Glasgow uh, area, uh, I I noticed in that ride-through video, and it's it's not totally obvious, but mm. one of the um, like big Glasgow landmarks is uh, I'm I'm going to uh, the Duke of Wellington statue, um, which. Uh, I didn't know about until I looked it up because I was like, why is there why is there a dude on a horse with a traffic cone on his head? Yeah. Uh, and that's actually uh, like there's a there's a Duke of Wellington statue that is just in Glasgow. Uh, and then people always just put traffic cones on his horses and his head. <laughs> and so that's in there. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, so there's funny stuff that is real funny stuff as well. Nice. Yeah, so I'll probably watch that. I'll probably try and ride around in there when I can, getting another uh, Tour de Zwift ride. And then, yeah, just get get in there. And like uh, Antoinette was saying with HBR, um, recons are good. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be doing that ZRL race, get some recons in. Go check it out. For sure. Uh, and I'm just going to say one last, well, not last time, one more time. And every time we talk about Scotland, I'm going to say it. Uh, connect London to Yorkshire to Scotland. Do it. Mm. Cowards. <laughs> what are you afraid of? <laughs> uh, it'll it'll just be like a, a, a McCurry, but yep. based off a more, I, I would, 
you know, I'd be a lot more likely to ride some of those places if they were all connected because sometimes uh, I'm like, I want something different. I, I choose the doing like McCurry 40 because it takes me through everything oh, yeah. and I like it. And, and I think, and I mean, and I'll, I'll speak a bit for uh, Chris Greenland here when he says expand France, like why is France just like, come on. Um, and even like, if you're, if you're being really, uh, ambitious, connect London to, uh, Yorkshire and to, and then to Scotland, but also connect London to France yeah. and France to Paris Yeah, yeah. and yeah. just create a whole <laughs> Europe world. And then, you know, add Belgium, add Spain, add Italy. <laughs> And like, how amazing would it be to be able to, in a single ride, ride a Italy through France down to Spain or like, you know, over up into London up to like, it would be so cool. Uh, I feel like Zwift won't do it. They won't, but but that's because they're cowards. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, on Quote that me note. on that. That seems like a good place, a good place to stop. Yeah, probably. Uh, um, well, thank you both for being our, uh, I'll say later, uh, Pinktron crew today. And enjoy your rides. Good luck in your races, whatever they may be. And uh, move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. Oh, what? what? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.